Hello and welcome to This Too Shall Pass. This is a brand new podcast by myself. My name is Stephen Donald Dalzell. I am a, a writer, um, an activist. I'm a qualified counsellor as well. Um, that doesn't mean that I'll be giving out advice on this podcast about mental health because that's not what I'm here to do. It's also not something I'm... You know, it's, it's dangerous to give out advice that, you know, isn't regulated. No, hang on, that's, that's nonsense, that's nonsense, not dangerous, not dangerous at all. But it's not what I'm here to do. This podcast is going to be about mental health and how I see the world as somebody who experiences mental health problems, um, particularly in the midst of a global pandemic. And I'll try my best not to talk about the pandemic Um throughout this because there's 101 different podcasts and videos and documentaries and what have you on what's happening in the world at the minute but we have to face facts and that is that what's happening at the moment is pretty scary and it's bound to have an impact on our mental health in fact I think I speak for a lot of people who experience mental health issues that this pandemic has kind of cast our issues into sharp relief. Um, It's made us, it's thrown us in at the deep end, you know, to try and understand ways of being more resilient, of trying to find ways of managing and coping with what's happening, to develop our own support networks. you know, and and how that, how we manage our mental health, I suppose, throughout what's happening at the moment, and that's not, that's not easy, that's not an easy thing to do. So, I'm going to play my cheesy intro, and then we're going to get right into it. You're listening to This Too Shall Pass podcast, a show about mental health. This is Stephen Donandalzel, your host. Okay, so um, I'm not sure if I actually mentioned the title of the podcast there. Um, it's called This Too Shall Pass, um, which I think is quite an apt name for um, a podcast about mental health in the middle of a global pandemic no um i need to stop saying um so much as well something i've noticed me doing a lot when i'm recording so i'll try my best not to do that because it's really irritating when i listen back to it all i hear is um 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 i sound like a bee so i almost did it again so this podcast is about how I experience the world as somebody who lives with mental health issues. I'll also be talking about things that a lot of us experience as somebody, as people who live with mental health issues, and that is things like anxiety, depression, medication, um, the stigma around that, things that work for me, things that work for other people, breathing, counselling. Um, I won't be talking about holistic therapies. I won't be talking about meditation. I won't be talking about yoga. Because I don't know anything about those things. I've tried those things. They do not work for me. They may work for other people. And that's fantastic. Keep it up. They don't work for me. In fact, as somebody who is 
um, he, he lives with um, a borderline personality disorder. There is nothing more frustrating than trying to sit down and do yoga because my mind will not shut up long enough to let me sit down and cross my legs and think of my inner higher self. That's For me, that's just not something that works, okay? Because I start to annoy myself. So, um, I'm going to tell you a bit about myself. So, for those of you who don't know, um, I'm 32 years old. I live in Belfast in Northern Ireland. And I have lived with mental health issues since I was about 16 um, or, or thereabouts. I lost somebody very close to me. Um, and for somebody that young to experience that level of grief, that really did a number on me. And I became an absolute monster. And... You know, I took my anger out on the world. I found it hard to deal with that grief. As any child would, I got help. I got therapy. Um, I came out as gay at the age of 19 a couple of years later. And that was hard to deal with because I felt really alone. I felt like I didn't have a lot of people to, to turn to, to support me. Um, I'm not here to talk about my coming out experience because you can read about that. Um... But yeah, I'm proudly, you know, gay. I'm, I'm a queer person. I live with my wonderful husband and our two beautiful dogs. And I have a good life by most metrics. I, I, have, I have a job that I really enjoy that pays me well. I have family and friends that love and support me. I am well-educated, yada, yada, yada. I'm well able-bodied, blah, 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 blah. But for somebody who lives with mental health issues, those things aren't always enough because you can have all the support in the world around you. But if you don't like who you are and if you don't like your own thoughts, if you can't be by yourself and sit comfortably with your own company, then life can be incredibly difficult. So for me, that means taking time out to reflect on what works for me and focus on the things that I can control and I do use medication you know there's no shame in that there's a lot of stigma around using medication to cope with mental health um I think it's important to remember to take your meds it's important to remember to reorder your meds when you're running low because what's the shame in that what's the harm in that if you have a headache you take paracetamol you know, if you have hay fever, you take anti-allergy medication. If you have mental health issues and your doctor prescribes you fluoxetine or mirtazapine or Zoloft or whatever that may be, take your meds. You know, I, I notice that whenever I don't take my meds for a few days, and it's not on purpose, I forget sometimes, that my mental health will decline. I'll get bouts of severe depression and severe anxiety. Things like going to work will be a challenge. Things like, you know, meeting up with my friends um, when it's safe to do so at the moment is difficult because I think, well, people don't like me. Why would they want to be friends with me? And there's just that little madman running around in my brain with all these negative thoughts. So when I take my meds, it gets me, helps me focus, helps me rebalance my thoughts. Um, and there's no shame in that. I also go to therapy. And at the moment, that looks like that—that that is 
you know, taking a phone call from my therapist once a week to talk about how I'm feeling. And as somebody who is a qualified therapist, that can be hard because it's almost like being a doctor and not able to reset your own broken leg. Of course, you're not going to be able to do that. You know how to do it. But things get in the way. There's obstacles in your mind that stop you from being able to fix yourself. Nope. Hang on. Let's stop there. I don't need fixed. There's nothing about me that needs fixed and nothing about you that needs fixed. Sometimes it's just about getting through the day. So I speak to a therapist so I can help myself get through the day. Um, I haven't practiced counseling in a while because I'm not in a place where I can do that. I also don't enjoy it as much as I used to. And there's no shame in admitting that. So it's important for me to have personal goals. And that can be something as simple as it's not about getting off my meds a start because for me that's not a goal if i wanted to get off my meds i could do that today what that would look like is something completely different and that's not where i'm at so that's not a goal of mine personal goal for me is to be able to well number one finish this episode of the podcast and ironically there was a lot of anxiety um about setting up a podcast about mental health because I thought, well, no one's going to listen to this. People are going to think it's rubbish. Do you know what? Who cares? You know, if this helps just one person, if that, and if that one person is just me, then so what? You know, I appreciate if people are listening to this, and you know, because I can, I can be a real melter, and melter is a Northern Irish word for somebody who annoys you, pickles your head. Um, but if you are listening to this, I appreciate it. You know, I hope this helps you too. Um, other things that I set as goals for myself are remembering to breathe. Breathing is incredibly important for me and for a lot of people because it helps me center myself. So remembering to breathe is a goal in and of itself. Taking my meds, that's another goal. Eating healthfully, that's another goal. Getting a good night's sleep distracting myself with fun just because i have depression and anxiety does not mean that i can't enjoy myself it can be more difficult because i second guess myself a lot but sometimes getting lost in a book playing a video game eating a nice meal taking the dogs for a walk those are all the things that i enjoy and just because i'm having a hard day does not mean that i can't try and pick myself back up yes i might feel terrible afterwards or I might feel myself slipping back into a bit of a depressive cycle afterwards. But in that moment, I'm enjoying myself. And I'm enjoying being still. I'm enjoying the moment. And isn't that enough for me? Sometimes. And sometimes it isn't. So right, I'm going to start rambling now. Because I didn't have a script for this first episode. I didn't know what I wanted to talk about. But I have a funny feeling that this is going to be a one-off. I will script this. And I want to talk about things like resilience. I want to talk about things like panic, anxiety, anger, medication, addiction. Um, what else? What else? What else? 
I want to know how you out there manage your mental health. I want you to let me know. I want to talk to you as well. I want to know what you want from this podcast as well. Because it can't just be me with a microphone and a podcast app rambling for 25 minutes to 40 minutes every episode. Because I won't listen to that. So I won't expect anybody else to listen to that. Um, what I want to know is how to manage anxiety. What I want to know is how to be happier. Whatever the hell that is. I want to know how to be still. I want to know how to enjoy the moment better. Because as somebody who lives with anxiety and emotional dysregulation, my thoughts can take me way into the future, way into the past. It's difficult to remain here and now. So, and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that a lot of you guys think like that too, particularly at the moment, whenever there just seems to be nothing but bad news. And it's very hard for those of us who live with anxiety to figure out what we can control. Particularly in a time when people seem to be very selfish, I suppose. You know, there's there's not a camaraderie, there's not a community spirit a lot of the time. And it can be hard and it can be very frustrating to kind of just breathe and understand that we can't save the world all we can do is look out for ourselves and look out for the ones that we love and sometimes most of the time that person that we love needs to start with us you can't pour from an empty cup so it's about realizing that we need to look after ourselves first and foremost in, in order to look after the loved ones in our lives and that's not easy you know loving yourself is not something that RuPaul says um it's not just something that RuPaul says it's a it's a real thing if you can't love yourself it's very hard to find your place in this world because if you don't think you're worthy of love then why would you ever believe that other people can love you and that is something I have struggled with for a long, long time. So, where are we? Where are we? Yeah, self-love. It's hard, isn't it? It's very hard. There's no shame in admitting that. Because when you think of yourself as a problem to be solved, who would want to love a problem? I don't. Do you? I don't understand why my husband loves me sometimes. So recognizing the things about ourselves that are good and the qualities and values that we hold to be positive and that we like about ourselves, it's hard to do, particularly as Irish people, <laughs> because we're very good at picking things that we don't like about ourselves. We're very good at beating ourselves up. We're very good at putting ourselves down. We're always the first ones to make fun of ourselves. That has to stop. For me, anyway, that has to stop. Because I can't remember who said it. It's a comedian. She's Australian. God, what's her name? Um, but she said something along the lines of, you know, self-deprecation is not healthy. I'm going to look it up. Two seconds. I'm going to look this up. Um, 
Australian comedian Netflix. You probably would have this prepared. Hannah Gadsby. Hannah Gadsby. She had that fantastic Netflix special called Nanette. Um, and I recommend that you all watch it because it's 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 brilliant. It's brilliant. Um, so the comment she made is, ooh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I have built a career out of self-deprecating humor, and I don't want to do that anymore. Because do you understand what self-deprecation means when it comes from somebody who already exists in the margins? It's not humility, it's humiliation. And that's incredibly true. As somebody like myself, who lives with mental health issues, self-deprecation is just me reinforcing the negative beliefs that I have about myself. That is a waste of my time, and that is a waste of your time. Nobody wants to listen to somebody who hates themselves talk about how much they hate themselves or how true those things are about themselves because they're not true. I have a lot of good qualities. I have a lot of things about myself that I want to promote in the world. People love me for a reason. Let the reason be love. So sorry about that. That will happen a lot, by the way. Um, but there's a lot of reasons why people love me. There's a lot of things about me that people like. I can't see those things all the time. And me investing time in reinforcing those negative beliefs, it's just a waste of my time. That's a road to nowhere. So I guess throughout the series, this well, we're going we're gonna to call it a series. That's very ambitious of me. Um, but this series of podcasts is going to be about me finding ways to build myself up. And I hope that by listening to this, you are also able to come with me on that. And find ways of building myself, building yourselves up to be people that can live and thrive. Live, love and laugh. Or live, laugh, love. Whatever you want to say. Um, in a time when people like me and people like you, if you're listening to this and you have mental health issues, find difficult. And difficult is such a very, it's a very, it's a very, um, oh, it's a very, what's the word? misleading it's a very misleading word because difficult is not the word that i'm looking for it's the anguish the pain the trauma of trying to find ways of loving yourself when you don't believe that i can't think of anything harder really i really can't um there's that um again so yeah Listen, I'm sorry to be such a rambler about this, but I've, I've actually found this useful. And I hope you have too. I promise the next episode that I record will be a bit longer. It will have more structure, but I just wanted you to get a feel for what this podcast is all about. It's not going to be about me telling you how to live your life. It's not going to be about me telling you what techniques you should try. It's not going to be about me telling you to do home workouts or get into Reiki or crystals or spiritual healing or go for a run do a 5k you know reach out and talk to somebody that's not what i'm here to do because if you're listening to this that all probably seems very familiar and you've done all those things you've tried all those things this is not a podcast about telling you how to get better i am not promising you that you will get better by listening to me if anything you'll probably get worse 
But <laughs> this is about sharing stories and experiences of mental health from the perspective of people that like me that need to find different ways of dealing with that so please send me your stories please get in touch if you'd like to talk to me on my podcast there's no pressure from anybody or for anybody to do that but i i would find it very personally helpful i think other people would too because a lot of the times as somebody who lives with mental health issues like depression anxiety emotional dysregulation disorder um it can be a very lonely place to occupy and I know that we're not alone. I know I'm not alone. But that's just knowing that is not enough to make it real. So listen, thanks so much for joining and you know, tuning into this. Um if you like it, let me know. If you don't like it, keep that to yourself because I don't deal with criticism well. <laughs> but please get in touch. Let me know your comments, your thoughts, your critiques, what you think would make this podcast better what you think would make this podcast worth listening to. If you think I should stop, give me money and I will stop. I will I will never log off. So thanks so much. Remember to wear a mask, wash your hands, watch your social distance, be safe, be well, and above all else, remember to love yourself. Okay, thanks so much, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.